This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 461, recorded on September 24th, 2020. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios. Here, Mike, uh, like I, we, we've had a pretty good stretch of weather. We could use some rain, but fall is great, right? I mean, my lawns never looked better, Jim. We talked about this. We had that, that high heat. Then we had some nice, cool weather. After a lot of rain, we got super lucky. But no, yeah, we've been we've been hit great with weather uh, for you ham radio guys getting out this weekend because the weather is so great. We can do a parks on the air activation. Uh, the weather has been fantastic. Good. Well, of course, we post the show world class show notes at the average guy TV. This one will be slash HGG four six one. Kyle Wilcox is here with us tonight. Kyle, you I remember I got some feedback from you one time. And you said <laughs> you had no idea what I was saying in the opening. You know, I would say this is. Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the fate. Yeah, you're like, I don't know what he's saying on there. I changed the music just yeah. for you. Can you can, can you hear yeah, it now? It's, yeah, it's 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 better. I mean, part of the problem is my fault because I listen at 1.7. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no worries. It was, it was actually it was really great feedback. Like it, nobody ever likes to hear those kinds of things. You're yeah. like, oh, you mean I've been doing this for 400 episodes and no one can understand what I'm saying through the music? And it was true. Like I, but, I listened to it. And but that's like, just how know. that's just how good the podcast is. It was worth sticking through it. So <laughs> oh, even though they had no idea, I was rockstar guest when he starts off like that. There we go. <laughs> he's, just, he's just greasing the wheels. Um, <laughs> Kyle, we'll get to Kyle here in just a second. A uh, couple, just a couple community things. I'm going to do them quick, and then we'll talk a little bit more community stuff at the end. Big thanks to those folks that showed up for our first ever Patreon meetup tonight so had about nine uh, gentlemen show up and we had a good time uh, together uh, including mike and so um uh, thanks for doing that we'll do some more patreon meetups again if you're on the patreon team and you want to you didn't get a chance to join us we'll do another one so just uh, make sure you're getting your emails from patreon when i send them to you because that's kind of how i know who you are uh, and make sure that that email is up to date and such so that you can get to notifications of when we're um, doing these as well. So big thanks to those. And then don't forget the October 24th uh, barbecue grill and smoker meetup. It's going to be great. So if you haven't signed up for that, there. if you go out to the average guy.eventbrite.com, the, uh, the event is listed. I believe it's listed out there. Uh, it's not. If it's in our newsletters, you can sign up at theaverageguy.tv slash subscribe if you want to be notified of that. We got some fun stuff coming up and you're going to want to be a part of it. Of course, if you have any questions and you can't figure anything out, just email me, Jim at the average guy, uh, dot TV. Kyle, good to have you back. You've been a big friend of the show for a long time. We kind of talked about that during the Patreon meetup tonight. Thanks for, thanks for coming back. I appreciate yeah, it. It's a, it's, it's fun to be here. It's good to have you. And you've always got some interesting things, uh, which I love to have you cover. Catch us up a little bit. I think it's been a year or so maybe since we've had you on the show. What have you been up to? Life's been pretty calm and nothing oh, yes. big going no. on. In the world, um, so what's your- I'm, I'm I'm very pleased with the, uh, my our our second son. So um, he's three months old now. So had a had a baby in June in June, and he's just uh, he's adorable and fat and chunky and happy and sleeps through the night. And so couldn't really ask for anything better. So You're not that's, that's my most exciting thing. That's all true. It's right? all true. It's and all true. Chunky babies so. are the best. I'll, I'll <laughs> second that. That's good to hear. So, dude, you hit yep. the lottery. Yeah, like that's just that's not yep. necessarily my. Yep oldest just had his first and that child will not sleep no so yeah that's rough no it's kind of it kind of stinks you've been busy upgrading some audio and vis- video equipment you've gotten a chance to look at some new stuff in the role that you're in the school that yeah. you're doing um walk us through a little bit what, what have you been looking at what kind of new equipment have you been testing yeah so um you know, with, with uh, the changes in the world these days and, and the idea of some kids, you know, coming into school remotely or, you know, just the, the restrictions that are in place, um, you know, we, we knew that video was going to be a bigger component of our school year this year. And so part of there's kind of two categories. One is what's that going to look like in a classroom? Um, and the second is what's that going to look like for some like um, 
larger group events, whether that's uh, sporting events or chapels or choir, whatever, you know, so any kind of performance that the students are doing. Um, I, I think that a lot of the stuff I'm talking about here is great for a home user too, except for the fact that it's pretty much sold out. So sorry, I bought up everything, but um <laughs> No, not all of it's sold out. There's still no, some things. No, you, that are, they're, they're, they're just twice the price of what they're supposed to be. Yeah, but, um, so for for video, um, there's an awesome company called IPVO, and they've just made excellent um, document cameras for schools for years, but they you just aim them up and uh, then they become a webcam. And people have been using them as webcams for years now, but the demand for these things has just spiked um, you know, with all the remote learning that's going on. Um, but we, I, I got, um, you know, really lucky and was able to get 20 of them on Amazon, um, at the $99 price over the summer, um, to, to outfit all of the classrooms. Um, so everybody has those, um, and that I'm using actually the, the one that you're showing there on the screen is the one we bought at the school and the one I'm using, using, um, for the to just to make this show that you're looking at me on now is um, just their one step older model of this um, the previous version but still really good so um, so w- w- when you say document camera do you mean is this a, a camera that's almost like a modern day projector from the yeah, kids essentially, who were, yeah essentially okay, so when we were going through school so this is this is like the showing of the invisible slides but this is the modern day equivalent mm-hmm. of showing something to the entire class yeah. but now. Are they, so they're using it for both uh, showing those documents to the class plus their live yeah. camera. Yeah, I mean, I'm I haven't been a I mean, like I hadn't bought these for my school before this, just because for most use cases, I just feel like there's better technology to be able to project the actual digital file on the projector screen. But there are some times when. Um, especially like if the if they're doing manipulatives in math or or some of the younger grades or whatever then it is helpful to use an actual document camera um but yeah so now everybody has them if they need a document camera the teachers can use them but i mean i've been using this one on my desk as a webcam for this kind of thing for years and i i love that it's on a stand is a huge thing to me instead of having that clip if you just get a regular webcam it's like always falling off your monitor and stuff like that so there's you know there's pros and cons with that but um, yeah, that was so, gonna be my question was, you know, so when you're looking at things like, uh, you know, why don't they just share their screen for a PDF? But this makes a lot of sense for like a math classroom where you're doing calculations mm-hmm. or, yep. or, or like you said, other scenarios where it's a live setting and maybe you're not using the whiteboard setting on the uh, share the screen. You're more writing it out as you would, as most of us learned on some sort of projector style system. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So those... Um, that's a, that's just the device I'm a big fan of and works really well. Um, it does have a built-in microphone, but I mean, it's the quality of a really cheap webcam microphone. You know, it's not, it's not anything fancy. So I knew we wanted to upgrade the audio. Um, and so I did a lot of research and just studying and trying to figure out what would work and what would work with the laptops that we have and everything. And Rode is kind of the first company as, that I know of that kind of came out with like a little two, a, a, a set like this where I'm show, I'm holding up two little boxes um, that are, if you put them together, they're maybe the size of a deck of cards, a little bit smaller than that for both of them. Um, but one of them is the receiver and one of them is the transmitter. And then the, um, the little, the one, the one that's the, the microphone you can clip to a shirt or something. And then, um, you know, a, a teacher can walk around the classroom and then it, it sends it back to their laptop. Um, and then they, wherever they go in the classroom, their audio can be picked up, um, and, and transmitted on our, if they're doing any kind of virtual, we, we use Microsoft oh. teams, but you know, zoom or whatever platform you're using for, um, video, um, it'll just send it into your laptop or whatever device you plug it into. Um, and they, those have been really, really great. Um, have I, you I found that the, them. the teachers who use these, I mean, so I think what I have found at least is that there are people who don't even realize that audio isn't perfect everywhere you stand in a room, right? So, hey, I'm I'm talking and I'm walking around while I'm presenting and my microphone is only on my computer. And there's a lot of people that don't understand that. 
the people that you've given these to, have they started to understand, hey, like the microphone is where I'm at. And, you know, you and I actually, we just demonstrated this before the live show. Um, this would be actually really well suited for a teacher who walks around and is not located right. strictly at the box. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge for that. And that's part of the thing is just training people like, you know, that if a, if you're teaching or doing even doing a podcast or whatever, like you, you hear your audio, you know, you're yeah. not hearing <laughs> how you sound. And so many people tolerate terrible audio, which, you know, if you're doing it for one hour a day you'll probably deal with it. But after eight hours of listening to terrible audio, you probably have a headache. You're not going to be focused as well. Like, I mean, so it, and, but the only, I mean, each person kind of has to take responsibility for their quality because, you know, I can't be in every classroom, like sticking the mic in their face, you know, all the time. So um, it is kind of a thing, but I mean, just the other day I was really excited because a teacher brought their microphone out of their classroom to a um like an all staff meeting because they knew they wanted to get better audio for what we were doing with the staff and i was like yeah they get it so yeah um so yeah it's a lot of it's a work in progress but um it's been it's been great and there's so many use cases i mean you could record a there's one like one guy that i've been helping like set up a podcast like one time he he wanted to record like a sunday school lesson he was teaching and i think he just like set his laptop or his phone on the podium or something and then the audio was terrible uh, he was probably walking around and things were banging into it like dude if you had one of these you just clip it to your shirt and yeah it's not the same as a podcast microphone like what i'm using for this show but it's a thousand times better than just your laptop sitting on a podium in the middle of a giant classroom um so and these are the road this is the road wireless go it's only uh, it's like, what does it go for? 200 bucks. Um, that's, that's before education discount, um, but <laughs> that I get it at, but, um, yeah. So, um, you know, I think it's well worth it. And there's other brands that are, that are probably really good too. There's Comica audio and, um, Sar, Sar, Sarmonic or something like that. So there's other companies that have kind of started copying them, but as far as I know, road was kind of the first and, um, so we've put them on, I put them on our chapel speakers cause we're, we're broadcasting the chapel for live stream video now. Um, and then, I mean, it sounds, it sounds better than a lot of the podcasts you listen to, you know, as far as the audio quality, just with a, just with the road mic clipped to their shirt and them in an auditorium. So, well, and that's what I think a lot of the problem is, is a lot of people are comparing these to, you know, Kyle, okay, so you're, we just did some A-B testing before the show, right? And you're sitting in front of a fantastic microphone on a boom arm within relative distance to your voice. And that obviously sounds amazing. And we switch over to the road, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't sound as good. But what we have to remember is that these teachers, and a lot of what people don't remember is they're walking around. This is a million times better for them walking around in front of a whiteboard or doing whatever teaching than compared to them right in front of their computer, picking up the computer microphones. So for, for probably 99% of the scenarios here, this is going to be a lot better fitting. And I can imagine for your chapel scenarios. I mean, I remember doing audio for our chapel at my high school. It was okay. Well, they're not standing right in front of this computer that's live streaming. And that's a real issue. Um, and although it doesn't sound like an AM FM, you know, radio broadcast, it's a million times better than what it would sound like if they're starting to walk away from the microphone. Uh, that's got to be a huge differentiator for you in the, especially in the school environment. But, you know, reading the reviews, you got to kind of take that for a grain of salt, which is these guys are comparing it to podcasting microphones. Hey, well, I was trying to use it right from my podcast within a few feet of my microphone, yeah. whereas you're trying to use it in a real time scenario of teachers are not standing in yeah. front of their laptops all day. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I if you recorded a podcast on this Road Wireless Go, I could still listen to it and understand what you were saying, which is a lot better than some of the other podcasts I listen to where it's like, can you can you at least run it through Auphonic or something? Like, yeah, right. Like, like the one you didn't understand the even, intro to. Right, no, not that one. <laughs> even those where I was, I mean, a few years ago, this is a big advancement. A few years ago, I was in um, college doing my undergraduate in law school, and the professor they had stuff that was installed in the classroom, and it was supposed to pick them up. But man, as soon as they walked away from the range of there, I couldn't understand a word of what they were saying, mm -hmm. and I would have taken marginal 
compared to nothing. Yeah. And I think road probably, I mean, would you agree? This is, this is better than marginal. I mean, when you had oh, that yeah. thing on for you, I would consider that podcast worthy. Obviously you were comparing it to the fantastic microphone you have in front of you, which was hard to compare to, but, um, even can you switch it over? Well, while Mike's talking, can you switch um, that over yeah. just so yeah, we yeah, get an idea of, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, while he is talking, I have, um, he's going to switch that over for a second. I've thought about using these as a replacement for doing YouTube videos. So when I'm doing YouTube videos, I do a lot of tutorials where I'm doing, uh, you know, smoking tutorials on how to smoke meat, things where I'm standing away from the microphone. And, you know, so I, I was doing some A-B testing and, and this was one of the replacements I was looking for. So now Kyle has it set up where he can kind of give us an, an A-B comparison. So you heard him before. And now he's going to be talking to us uh, from his uh, Rode. Is it the Video Go? Correct? This is a Rode Wireless Go. Wireless so, Go. Yeah. So yeah. I'm holding it basically in the same place where I have my um, my main microphone. So that's what it sounds like. You got? Can you tell the difference and make sure I'm actually yeah, on the bit. right one? Yeah, right yeah. one for sure. So, yeah. um, clip it on your shirt like you would yeah. be walking around. So if you yeah, so if you clip it on your shirt. Um, you know, then it's a, a little bit lower and the volume, the audio is not going straight into it. But I mean, for what we've been doing and I've even, the other thing I was going to say is we've, well, there's another camera we'll get to talking about, but it actually takes the input because this has a 3.5 millimeter output and the camera we're going to talk about um, has an input for that. Um, and so we've been able to just hook just show up with that camera connect this to it direct into that and then we could take this around the one one thing we did was um the um the middle school choir sang the national anthem in our gymnasium and the teacher just held this road wireless go up in front of the class while they were singing and it sounded better than you know i mean way better than i expected you know and they got them it got them on the singing, you know, better than because that microphone was probably the, the camera was probably 50 feet away or something like that. So, you know, just by getting the microphone 50 feet closer. Um, yeah, that'd be good. And this and the, this microphone is good for, um, you know, consumer use, too, as far as like, I mean, it'll plug into your DSLR or whatever. That's kind of one of the main things that um, they people use them for, too. So. And. And that's the unfair setup we're, we're giving you right now. Honestly, we should have you turn around. We should have you talk to that. You have a water bottle on the edge of your desk over on your on your right shoulder there. We should have you turn around and talk to that and then come back and talk to the mic. <laughs> that's where the, so we're having you talk right in the same distance as you are. Where it really shines for something like this is the teacher has turned around to give a presentation. They are facing a totally opposite way. And they're still talking, and I guarantee your microphone right now. Yeah, so, yeah. so See? I'm on the I'm on, over on the other side of the room. On the other side of the room, and it sounds just like he is right next to the microphone. And if we if we were able to do, we're not able to on this podcast. But if we were able to do AB pod or uh, you know comparison, that microphone on your desk wouldn't have picked you up at all because it has a very you know it has that cone where it's rejecting noise from everywhere. So yeah, those sort of things are I think the biggest aspect for educational um, live streaming of the classes. Yeah, I think they get, um, I, I don't like them in the configuration you're wearing it right now, Kyle. I prefer it higher up on the, if you can get, you know, if you, right now, Kyle kind of has that, you know, lo, low. I like it as just because I like the sound that it makes. I think it also has a lapel like mic that you can plug into it as yeah, well. You can right? buy an additional mic for yeah, it. Yeah. So. But hold that right up to your right there and then yeah, yeah. so this is if i was talking like directly into it they actually make a an adapter that yeah will basically make this like a reporter's microphone that right. you can hold it up and talk right. to somebody you know to put it two inches from their face like a sports mm -hmm. announcer or something you know mm -hmm. uh stick you know a sports reporter sticking it in the athlete's face or something so yeah. and, and that's what, what this like sounds here. like this is not meant to replace your atr 2100 your high lpr 40 your microphone for your podcast, right? That's not what this is meant to replace. This is meant to be, I'm away from the microphone. I'm doing testing. I want decent audio while I'm turned around. And again, we can't do it in the podcast, but if Kyle were to turn around and talk to that, uh, that water bottle, uh, we would be able to hear him on the road. We would not be able to hear him at all on his um, right. microphone that he has on his desk. And so that's kind of the difference here of, okay, while these instructors are walking around, I'm at least able to hear them adequately. 
and and obviously we have Kyle. Uh, we prefer him on his very nice podcast, Mike, while he's on the show. But for a, for a professor or for a teacher, that's a big difference in audio. Yeah, I agree. You know, Kyle, I hadn't even thought about the application of in a classroom carrying it around and then handing it to a student oh, to yeah. give them right yeah. to give them better audio for that. that for that. Yeah. Hey, just hold on to this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, the, you know the other thing is that. I, one of the reasons I went with this is because I can plug the Rode Wireless Go into a splitter. And then the splitter sends one signal into the laptop for the remote students. And it sends the other signal in real time through a set of PC speakers that are mounted in the ceiling and amplifies the audio for the kids in the room. And it's a really cheap hack, but it works super well. It's a really impressive what you can get out of all of our classrooms have PC speakers mounted, but even for live audio, um, uh, it's, it's been really good. So that's another use case. So yeah. explain that again. You've got your, the microphone from the road, uh, might go the, the built-in one going to one source and you've got the auxiliary jack from something else going to another store to another. I'm, I'm, I'm splitting it with this cable. Okay. So on one end is the road. What's on the other. No, the, the, the out, I'm splitting the output from the road. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. One's cool. going to the zoom or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And one's going to the internal PA gotcha. system of so the, get, of the guys who are in class. Okay. You get remote and local at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. No, very that's, cool. That's great. Now that's a good way. That's a good way to think about that. Um, the, the other thing. Yeah. No, I like it. I think the other, and it does diminish the quality and it the sound goes down. So you need to power it in some way, right? When you do that, yep. the other end needs to be powered. But you're going to get that if you're going online, you're going to get that anyways. People will be able to turn themselves up. And and in the classroom, you've got some powered speakers you could turn up as well. Um, the other the other thing uh, in a mixed classroom, and I know some classrooms have gone where they half the kids are there and half the kids are in the classroom. You know, or I mean, half the kids are at home and half the kids are in the classroom. Uh, and we have all these mixed kind of online and both in person and online, something like this, like for a teacher, they need to be amplified, right? Not just for the people in the room, but for the folks that are watching kind of online uh, for that as well. We, we just had a family uh, um, I, I get COVID and in that their kids are home for the next two weeks and they have to, you know, now they have to figure out because they were in school and now they got to figure out how to how to do yep. it that way. Um, you'd mentioned this already. Let's bring it up. You, you said there's a camera that you've been looking mm-hmm. at as well, the Mevo camera. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so this um, this is the called the Mevo Start live streaming camera. Um, and then it, it, really, um, it really just has a ton of great features that were useful to me. Um, and I mean, there are so many ways you could use this in a, in a school. You could use it in, you know, at home. I mean, most... I, You'd have to buy it. You'd pretty much have to buy it, use it with a tripod. Um, but even I think even a home user, it could, you know, depending on what you're doing, if you're making family movies or something like that, um, it just has a lot of great features built into a small package and really a great price point when it's at four hundred dollars. Um, but when you consider that most webcams are now, you know, a lot of them with especially when they were out of stock were two hundred and up. Um, this uh, this device, um, it can act as a webcam and plug in with direct USB, which is 90% of what I'm doing with it. Uh, but it also has the ability to run on Wi-Fi and to uh, stream live to YouTube or whatever platform you want to live stream to um, right from that. And it's battery powered. So you just, I mean, you're literally just, you know, charge the battery, stick it on a tripod and set it up for a wedding, for you know, a funeral for a church service, what, you know, a family gathering, whatever you want to do and, and press the button and start streaming. Um, so it can do, it can do all that. It can do a, it can save a recording to the SD card. Um, and then it, um, and then one uh, feature it has too is called NDI HX, um, which is allows you to uh, NDI allows you to transmit um, video signals over your network and work with them in like a, um, then like a, a video switcher program. So I could have multiple cameras coming in over NDI and then I could cut between them. Um, so, um, so yeah, could I you mean, put one a, of these up, like, for example, in the corner of a chapel and have this be one of the switching cams for your, if you, your yeah, chapel experience? 
Yeah, if you wanted to do it that way. Right now, we just have we're just using one. Um, you know, we I only have one of these, and I'm pointing. I just have a straight shot in chapel, and then in the gym, I just have a straight shot in the gym of the volleyball game because uh, we just have one. But the 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 capabilities of this camera are to allow it to do more than that. Um, so that's one of the reasons that made it really attractive as an option for me. Um, and when and we're using. Uh, we are using StreamYard, which is what we're doing the show on now. Um, we're using StreamYard and going to YouTube for like the public things like the volleyball games um, so that parents can watch. So it works great with StreamYard um, as a, just as a USB camera. And then when we do like chapel and other, um, you know, more private ones or classroom things, then we're using it with Microsoft Teams um and and streaming out through that so it's been working great in both scenarios um and it, it's a much higher quality especially at the long distance shots than just like a, a webcam we were i mean even like a, the other webcam is a logitech brio that's that's a 4k webcam it's really high quality but it's just not meant for those long range shots so um you know I've, I've been really happy with this camera and then there's an app with it too. So you can control it from the app and you can actually kind of pinch and zoom and, and kind of crop your image if you want to from the app um, and, and adjust audio levels and do a bunch of automation. You can even tell it to track a person as they move around. You can also connect an app to the Mevo start camera that will allow your phone to become a microphone. So again, we were talking about audio. Um, if you don't have a road wireless go, you can, just hold your phone up while you're talking in the front of the room, you know, you could be 50 feet away or something. And it's now it's getting the audio from your phone microphone instead of having to travel 50 feet to the camera in the back. So um, really flexible, you know, can, you know, they're going to keep updating it, the software and everything, but it's been impressive for what we've needed. Yeah. It could be even cool for, you know, if your school want to start a video club, right. And you've got some kids who want to live stream a volleyball game, well, hey, we've got one, two cameras we can live switch in. I can assume you could probably find a way to bring that into something like OBS um, mm -hmm. and, and bring that in and then have your own, you know, broadcast. And you could have yep. some cameras already there for the studio that these kids could then provide live commentary or, or something of the like. So probably a pretty versatile camera that allows you to adapt to really any scenario is what it seems like. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's been, it's been good with that. Yeah. Um, we use, oh yeah, it would work with, if you use the, well, you could do it on USB, it would go into OBS or you could do the NDI version to OBS. And then we, I usually use vMix, which is like a kind of a paid version of, right. of, of a, it's the same concept as OBS. Um, I've been a big fan of vMix. Um, but yeah, that's what we use and, um, yeah, it's been good. Uh, is this, is this a, an example? Let's let me bring this up. Was this shot on that Mevo? Mm. Yes. That's actually yeah. a really clear video. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was, there's a clip at like two hours and two minutes in where um, that's where they were singing the national anthem. I think it just ended there maybe. Um, they, and so they were using the, the road wireless go and the Mevo start to, and the kids that's where they were singing the national anthem. Nice. So yeah, I don't get the, I'd get the audio through here and yeah, that's to fine. set that up different. And is no. that difficult to do the control through? Like if you're live streaming to YouTube or something like that, is it difficult to get the road to be the microphone, things like that? Does it require no, the, software? That, Mevo, that Mevo start just has, uh, it has uh, a, a 3.5 millimeter port on the back and you just plug the road in and that's it. That's all you have to do. Okay. A little audio in there. I don't think we're going to oh, get. Oh, there you go. For this, it's pretty quiet, but yeah, yeah. I can't. There's not much I can do to bring that. Well, hold on. Yeah, there is. One second here. I can. You just got to be smarter. Really. And that's coming right off the mic, right? Which yeah, is, right. That's the road. Yeah, that's the off the road wireless go. She's holding it. The yeah, she the teacher is holding it, which I didn't know she was going to wave her arms around and direct the choir while holding the microphone. So there's a little bit of like wind noise, <laughs> but it works. Well, still, it's better than it coming off straight from the video camera. Yeah, like most yeah, times fifty it is. feet yeah. away. Yeah. So. Yeah, four hundred bucks. That's not. Yep. That's that's actually not a bad four hundred dollar investment. Yeah. Like, there's a lot you could do, and if I wanted that to be my webcam like 
I could use it as a webcam, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this way, and then take it off the mount. It looks like it yeah. mounts pretty. It looks like here it mounts pretty easily. I yeah. can pull that thing off and take it with me if I needed to for other and, shots. And backup recording to an SD card. So, I mean, you could use it as a camcorder, essentially, you know. Yeah, that's so. all through the back there. Yep. Yeah, you get kind of a nice, now it's 1080p at 30 frames, right? right. Yeah. So you're not yep. getting So it's not the 60. highest, nope, it's not the highest end on as far as it's not yeah. going to do 4K. It's not going to do that SD 60 frames, but. Right. But that, that SD card, I'm assuming, is right down there at yep. the bottom that's of it, it right? Which and is great for something like sports broadcasting or chapel broadcasting where it's, hey, you got kids running the show, right? They want to do a video club. Uh, but something got messed up, and we still need that recording out there. We need a recording of graduation. Sorry, like, you messed up. It, you know, having that secondary recording has always come in handy, uh, even from if this is your main camera or a secondary camera. I could see that being a huge benefit. Yeah, I like it. I, that's something to think about, um, Kyle. I think that's going to get added to my. I get these questions all the time about, hey, you know, what kind of webcam should I have? And you know, now you're paying 150 probably for a decent webcam, and you're like, well, what else do you do? What else can you go, are you going to want to do with it, right? And if yeah. you're going to have remote shots like you, you guys just have one. Uh, yeah, for, that's all. I, that's all I bought so far. Yeah. Would you, if you could, like? How many for you would be the right number for what you guys are doing? Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to decide because, like, one of the one of the downsides of, you know, the if if I added HDMI based cameras um, to the system, then for every one of those I got to that I want to integrate into a video production, I got to buy an H an HDMI capture card to go with it, and those are just a pain, especially when you have middle schoolers tripping over cords and stuff. So. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I I I'm in, I'm interested in options. I don't know what we'll, we'll I mean I I I think you can actually combine the two of the Mevo starts together with their software or at least they said that's a feature that's coming like just two Wi-Fi Mevo starts and set them up and just control them in the app. Um I probably would use Vmix or StreamYard or something to do that but um but yeah, um I I don't think having two of them would be bad. I think that would be good. So. Okay. It'd make a great smoker cam for the the yeah. grill, barbecue grill and smoking meetup that's coming up. That's I'm true. just saying. It would. It would it would be it'd be nice. It could stream now. Six hour battery life, right. but I'm assuming with this this plug right here, I can plug is that is that, that one's that's plug? the that's the that's the three point five millimeter okay. and the one below it is the mic is the USB type C where you can power it. Gotcha. Okay. And they actually have an adapter for that does it does um, Ethernet and power. If you have a power over Ethernet cable, you can actually power it and send Ethernet to it. Nice. At the same that's time, a that's like a hundred bucks. But that's a game and, changer. If you could have that. I mean, that could be my. I mean, because I mean, most schools your switches are PoE, mm -hmm. right? A lot of those schools. So if you could run PoE to a certain corner of the building. Hey, now I've got video, I've got constant power, and then you got to bring it in. Whatever you mix it in, even if you mix it in their software or OBS or vMix, whatever it is, that that is a game changer. If I could just leave that thing up in a corner and not worry about it, that's huge. Um, putting one here, right? Like uh, in the studio, putting one here and running it over... Um, you know, PoE. I've got my my switches PoE. I could leave that there and not have to worry about all the chargers and dangles I have running around from my camera right now. Right. Kyle, rated for outdoor at all, or is it? Yeah, I, I doubt it. I, okay, I don't think so. But so you want you want to make sure you're protecting it like yeah. you would kind of a regular camera. I don't know. It seems heavy duty. Like you came on, asked the podcast coach, and was was talking about. Yeah. That. And I was kind of like, yeah, you know, I saw the camera, like, oh, okay, that's not oh, whatever. And but now that you're like going through the whole thing, I'm like, wait a minute, this is way cooler than I thought it was. And I'm kind of thinking of some applications for it now where you're like, wow, this could be really helpful yeah. to have because basically it's a portable webcam is yeah. what, it, what it boils down yeah. to. Right? Or, I mean, could this be a could this be a security camera? I mean, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if it would. I wonder if it's plugged right. in all the time, if you're going to like rot the battery or something, yeah. you know. That's a good point. 
and with poe for 1080p 30 i can get this for 50 bucks for a it's you're right it's not not the same yeah it's a good it's a good idea though mike i think you're thinking along the along the right lines i like the idea of if you've got several outlets kyle example at your school you could you could have different permanent outlets that are ready to go and then you could have a couple cameras that they're not there all the time. The students check them out, plug them in, record the event after the event, take them down, put them away. Right. Yep. And so you've just got, you've got some options kind of based on your point of view and what you want to do. So no, that's, that's super cool. And $400 is not like, that's not unreasonable. for yeah. that. And, for that and I think that th- one thing we, that we almost glossed over just cause I'm not using it this way, but it is, it's just, it's live streaming from a Wi-Fi camera, like strict, no, no laptop. I'm not using it that way, but you know, no laptop, no stream yard, just push the button. You got to use, I mean, you got to set up, you got to set up the account on your phone, on the app, connect to it and configure it. But then after that, it's just go live on YouTube, Facebook, whatever platform you set up. And that's it. It's just the camera on Wi-Fi and battery. So and you know, for some for people, that's all they need. Yeah, for a lot of schools, especially sporting events, if I put this in the press box of a football game or a, for a volleyball game, indoors, basketball game, that's going to be a million times better than what they had before for especially streaming a sporting event is what I'm kind of thinking of. Or, um, you know, you could do it for any sort of you know production event, uh, choir, band, whatever. I didn't even think about that. You're right. That might be the undersold thing here is that for $400, you're getting an all-in-one production studio. Hey, put this up, connect it. The game is live and and, and you're good. And for a lot of people right now, that might be worth it. Yep. Super cool. Kyle, thanks for bringing the, the, now I'm distracted with that thing. I'm like, Oh boy, this, this, this looks like use a- that for. I'm thinking the same exact thing. Jim, like, man, what did I use that for? My smoker cam. <laughs> I mean, that's how I justify it. I mean, it's a full-time I, Twitch streamer uh, on smoke. I mean, if, if conferences were still going on, Jim, and you were doing podcasting from conferences or something, it might be something oh, useful there. You're right. Yeah, actually, you're right. No, that, that would probably work out. Uh, that'd probably work out real well. Kyle, since we've got you, um, it's down, it's buried down in the notes, but I want to ask you as from an Xbox perspective, we haven't talked about the Xbox announcements at all on this show. That just has not made Entertainment 2.0. It's on there. Uh, they're talking about it on Windows Weekly all the time. Kyle, have did you have, have you followed the Xbox announcements? Yeah, at all? Uh, yeah, I've been I've been following Xbox ever since Halo existed. So um, <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's I'm I'm Xbox because of Halo. But um, yeah, so I my brother and I got you know, and when I was in high school, we got some used Xbox original Xbox and played a ton of Halo on it. Um, and then the, the actually the very first Christmas that my wife and I were married, she somehow managed to like negotiate with every single family member to combine in and buy me an Xbox 360. Um, so, and th- we still have that Xbox 360 12 years later, wow. never got a red ring of death, nothing. So, and that's another thing I put in my notes too, is the, uh, the, th- what one of the things that's been awesome getting through the COVID situation with, with having a four-year-old in the house is he's gotten into playing the X, the Lego game. So Lego has all kinds of video games with Indiana Jones and star Wars and the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and the Lego movie. And so like uh, every, you know, a lot of almost many evenings after supper, it's like after dinner, it's like, all right, Turner, here, here we go. Turn on the video game, you know, and he can do all the controls as a four-year-old. So that's been an awesome experience. And again, using the same Xbox that, um, we've had for 12 years now. So, um, that's been pretty awesome. And, you know, I always wanted the, you know, to upgrade to the next Xbox. Actually, here's one of the main reasons I never did upgrade to the Xbox one is because Halo five came out and they didn't have split screen multiplayer. And literally my, cause my wife and I would sit, we would play Halo split screen Xbox live together, um, before the kids came but once they took that away, we were, I was like, well, what's the point of Halo 5 if I can't, if I can't do split screen? So, um, yeah, so I think maybe that's coming back. Um, and I don't, I don't know why I haven't kept up exactly with the new Halo, but, um, 
Yeah, so I don't know. Xbox Series X uh, and Series S, um, they look awesome. Um, the price points seem right for what you're getting. I mean, I, I, know I would rather it not be $500 for the big one. But um, to me, the X is in interesting because I might want that Blu-ray player. And um, also because I think that if I want to play my collection of original Xbox games, I'm going to need a disc slot. So we'll... We'll see. I don't know. Who knows? It, it may or may not be in my future. Well, I don't know yet. I think you have a little time because yep. they, they, they're impossible to find. Yeah. They yeah. sold out pretty instantly yep. on those. So you got a little bit of time. Mike, are you you looking at either one of those? Oh, man, I, I definitely was. I've been keeping up on the news just to see what the price comparison is. But um, as everyone on this show knows, I built a gaming PC not too recently. So I've been doing a lot on the gaming PC. But I was really shocked um, and pleasantly surprised at the pricing. You know, as Kyle alluded to, I mean, $500 for what you're getting on the new Xbox is a fantastic deal. And if you have been a console gamer historically, I mean, don't even think about building a PC because even for $1,000, you're not going to get close to what the Xbox is going to deliver for $500. I'll just be straight up there. Um, the graphics should be great. They've got solid state now for their with for their storage, which honestly, that was the biggest thing for me is why has the console not gone to solid state storage uh, until now? I mean, literally, we have been talking about Jim SSDs for how long, and they are just now getting to that on console. They're so M.2, right? So they're really good. I think they're even faster. The, yes, or M.2 are even faster. And swappable storage, meaning you can buy almost like our good old days of PS2 and stuff like that, and Xbox original, where we all had those little memory cards we would carry around from house to house and take it to your buddy's house and had your games on it, uh, your your game um, stats on it. Yeah, you're getting back to that. So the price point for me is, is really good. I was really surprised. Uh, had I not just built this PC, I would definitely be looking for one because they are, I, I honestly think for value to gameplay, I think you're going to see a, a big jump. Well worth it if you're on the Xbox One, man. And if you're on the Xbox 360, like, how, I mean, that is a massive upgrade uh, for the price. I think for the price, if you're going from 360 to this, uh, I, I was on the Xbox One, and I think it would still be a really good upgrade. Now, you, you got to keep this in mind. I see a lot of people. I'm part of the dad and Kyle, you got to, if you're not part of this, the dad, uh, gaming Facebook group, um, the dad is a brand and then they have a good group out there. But a lot of these guys are wanting to upgrade to the new series, but they're still running old display hardware. Now, now that's a big thing for us. So if you're still running a 1080B, you know, 30 or 60 FPS, monitor or 60 hertz or you know 30 hertz monitor t slash tv there's no use in upgrading uh to this you might load your games a little faster but as far as like displaying the games at a higher fps and a higher uh display i think really that this is intended for the people who have the either gaming monitors or the tvs who can go higher than maybe a 60 hertz uh refresh rate so that's the only thing I'll say is, is keep in mind your display. If you have a display that's not ready for it, maybe don't invest the money until you have a display that's ready to uh, utilize the fantastic hardware that's in the new Xbox. Yeah, my, my TV is still 720p, so... See, yeah. and so, but that's a good example, right? Like, it wouldn't make sense for you to upgrade from your 360 to here because you're not going to see the difference anyway. Yeah. Unless there's, unless there's games, I don't, I don't even know what the games are, but unless True. there's games that are only available for the newer one, but. True. If you're in it for the games, then 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 worth it. But uh, how does the um upgrade the monitor? The the monthly payment entice you at all to go with thirty five bucks? Man, that's that is. That is tempting. I don't like I don't like being in debt, but I mean, man, when you do the math on that, you're you're getting all the games, you're paying it over time, there's no interest. Like man, that's it's I mean, add up you add up Amazon and yeah. Disney Plus and YouTube Red and it's like YouTube Premium and I'm like wait a minute that's the same as that so I mean I'm not going to cancel those things just to get it but uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll just wonder if that gets you yes it, no, yeah normally I don't I don't do kind of those payment type things but it is it's a good value it is a good deal if yeah. you're already paying for Xbox Ultimate which honestly is what I'm paying for 
which is Game Pass and Xbox Live all together, which I don't know what the cost is, but it's like it's around twenty dollars a month. Um, you know, you're only adding ten dollars more a month on, and like Kyle said, no interest. I don't even use the Xbox. I use my PC. I'm like, that might even be a good deal for me for $10 extra a month. I can give up two coffees a month and have the brand new system to play on. Uh, they're a $35 a month offering. If you're already paying for Xbox ultimate, I will say if you're not, it's a, it's a conversation, but if you're already paying for ultimate, it's really a no brainer to be totally and honest. The other thing I'm oh, interested in, now, get the $200 and apply that to your $10 a month extra for your Xbox ultimate um, for the new Xbox. My my Xbox 360 lays flat into my my stand under my TV um, or like the table that's there. Um, so I don't even know if the Series X being like that cube shape, if it will even fit. I don't. I really don't. I'm assuming I can tip it sideways, I, but I would say. But I. But even with the cube, I don't know how tall. I can't tell how what the width is or whatever. If it's well, it's the width of the controller plus a little bit. Right. Yeah. You know, Their views have been saying keeping it on its vertical is better, right? Because that van, that fan, it's like the old school trash can Mac Mac Pros that everyone made fun of. That fan shoots straight at the top, and horiz- uh, when you lay it horizontal, you're sending heat to the side, which doesn't work very well. So that we you, would, yeah, they would not. Ugh, I wish it was designed a little, uh, shaped differently. It doesn't shown, fit with what I have for a reason. Is my point is like they haven't shown it laying down for a reason. I think for heat reasons you're gonna want it straight up i'm i'm kind of tempted um on the series s and you know kyle in your case i think if you're gonna move to the series x the big one you're buying a new tv at the same time you have to you can't buy an s and then put it on a a tv that can't play the 4k right so you're you're probably if you're if you're gonna do the s you're probably in for both i think you buy both at the same time Otherwise, I think you go on the S and and you and I think you buy it outright. By the way, I don't think unless do do you already use the ult the game path and all those other. Things? We don't know. We don't have any of it. We don't have any of it right now. So I don't even know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm still playing right on Lego Star Wars two from. But I think I the know, twelve years ago or something. Or, I don't know what you're doing. The S gets you into this class at a pretty great price point that you don't yeah. don't don't do it monthly. And you can still use your existing equipment, and and it kind of gets you into that. But I don't think I can play my same games, though. That's the thing. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have to look into. I I don't. I haven't been following the games either. Um, I haven't been following the games on that. So there's there's some good options. I think. Uh, so my the the one I bought, I think it's a one, right? That's what they call them, Xbox One. No, what's the what's the yes. one I bought? Yeah, one. So one yeah, it went into the living room. So Sarah Sarah wanted a. She needed a Blu-ray player, and I was like, "Well, okay, just take this." And so I'm like, "Well, okay, I think, I think the S is my price point to get back into this." And you, you have enough monitors for it too, down there. I, I do. I have a, quite a few that uh, <laughs> that we could play it on. But um, I would probably upgrade. Well, I'd have to look. I'd have to look into it. Not interested in the big one. I just don't do it enough. I don't play enough. Yeah. But but it would be interesting. I, I love seeing what they're doing on Xbox. It was great to have the 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 one s for for what i had it for i played a lot of forza on that thing when i had it you know i kind of bought the forza version of it and um and so this is probably once they get we'll probably get into the holidays and they become available and you can find them again and they'll have deals is it 199 what's the 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 s series is that is it 199 or 249 299 299 299 so we'll see we'll see some 249 deals come out for sure. So I wouldn't, I'm not going to buy anything until I see just kind of how the deals go uh, around Christmas time. So pretty cool, Kyle. I, uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good conversation. And I think it's for a lot of listeners, it's their, their, they didn't go with the one with the Xbox one version of whatever. And now they're kind of thinking like, Oh, maybe now is the time. Some really good hardware. It's great hardware. I mean, the upgrades there were just overall great. I don't think you can argue with that. I don't think you can argue that the the hardware specs were were not adequately upgraded. Now, Kyle's concerns on whether you can play old games, things like that, those are valid concerns that, that I don't think we know the answers to yet. 
No, yeah. no, for sure. I, I, I think, I just think we've got some, and you know what? We got some time to work through it. We don't have to make any yeah. decisions right now because one, you can't buy them. They're not, yeah. they're all, or if they're you're, all PC out. you're already playing these yeah. games. Look at me. I'm like, I just, I just built this PC. I'm already like, yeah, PC is <laughs> great. Look at it. I can play it. Whatever uh, uh, FPS I want. Just upgrade the, well, if I don't want to buy a 3090 GPU, that's a thing. We haven't even Jim, talked about those releases yet. Yeah. Jim, can I, te- can I tease two other things yeah, you bet, that I got yeah. on my list here? So um, we don't have time to, to go through this whole thing, but um, I'll, I'll say that I'm going to do it on here so I can hold myself accountable. But my plan is to uh, to write up a blog post that explains how I got PFSense running um, in Hyper-V on my home network. Um, and it's, it's double natted. So my my internet comes in through Comcast um, and then that goes to my main router. And then PFSense has an internal IP that acts as the WAN. And then it goes out of, of PFSense. And, and I'm, I'm actually running on my double natted PFSense right now um, as my router. So the only computer that gets access to PFSense is my computer. The rest of the house and all the Wi-Fi is all on just the Comcast, uh, Comcast and then uh, the Asus router. So um, that was an adventure and someday I'll, I'll make, I'll, I'll explain that and make a video and go through it and stuff. No, so, that's interesting. Uh, you, you, you don't have, and I think this is true for a lot of uh, Americans right now. You don't have the ability to bridge your modem or your router from, you said, who, who's it from? Who's your ISP? It's yeah, it's um, so yeah, yeah, Comcast. Comcast, Comcast, my, modem yeah. into the one router, right? So you have to be double NAT if you want to run anything internal for routing. Yeah, I, I don't know because, um, my so I mean I have a modem. It's actually I bought the modem. I think it's the Zoom brand modems, um, and so it's my modem, and it goes Ethernet out to my current router. Now I don't. Uh, the, one of my questions was, what happens if I plug that modem into a switch? I don't know what happens. Maybe somebody knows what happens if you do well, that. But. You know, the big problem is <laughs> that the, the so the the real solution here is logging in to your modem. So whether that's through Comcast, most Cox, Comcast, they all have like a way to inter- interface. If you want to try and bypass that, you can try the IP address, which is usually 192.168. Now you have to look at your local um, network here, either one dot um, zero or zero dot zero or one dot one or zero dot one. You have to try a few. There's a few IP addresses where you can get access to the modem. The real question here is whether you can put your modem into what's called bridge mode. And bridge mode gives your public facing IP address uh pretty much it gives your internal router access to that public facing IP address. So so that's really your true question once you find out and on, to be totally honest most residential lines give you access to bridge mode. Um Cox here in Omaha allows you to do bridge mode where it's hey I'm not using you as a router. I want to utilize my own internal router. Put your modem into bridge mode, which is pass that IP address straight along to the next box in line, which is usually your router. I wouldn't put it behind a switch. A switch really adds, you know, don't put a switch right behind your your residential ISP router. That provides a lot of problems. Um, but once you find that out, that's really the true question. Because that will allow your router to have true public-facing access, which is what you really want uh, for your PFSense box. But I, I, I love the exploration that you're going through because it's honestly what every single average guy goes through on, can I set up internal routers? And we talk about them a lot here on, on Home Gadgets. We talk about PFSense. We talk about Untangle, which is what I run. We talk about Sophos, Bitdefender. We talk about them all. But it all it truly goes back to the question. And I don't know, Jim, we might have not addressed this in detail of can your modem go into bridge mode? Yeah. Can you actually pass well, along that public IP down to your router level? Mike, here's the good news. So tonight during the Patreon meetup, we we're talking to the Patreon guys, right? Those who support the show, the TV slash Patreon, if you want to join yep. that group. And they said, hey, we'd love to do like a specialty show on PFSense. So uh, not show, but a meetup. That's not, we don't broadcast it. We're not restricted to time. It's all of us getting together in a Zoom call or whatever. We use Google Meet tonight. But Kyle, let me uh, let me put that on your plate and to give you a little bit more accountability. Maybe that's uh, something that you bring to talk about and ask, ask some questions on. So I think that's very appropriate. Maybe in November, we'll do a PFSense 
Is that enough time for you? If I gave you till November, I probably I, that's my, this, okay. I hope so. No, just maybe we'll ready by like tomorrow. We'll like, yeah, <laughs> we just gave you know, like, oh yeah, tomorrow I'm good. And I'm ready. You will make that our November meetup. So okay, you said two things. What's yeah, the other so thing the, you want? So call? the other one, this is like a question for the community because I need help. Is I want. I want to get remote starts for my cars, and um, one is a uh, one is a 2010 Ford Focus, and one is a 2019 Kia Sorento. So we're going with one that is like barely computers in it, and the other one is like you have to have a you have to have a computer to even touch the car. Um, so the the 2019 Kia Sorento is uh, I'm like, oh man, I can't do my own brakes anymore because there's like five thousand options in the computer just to touch it. So um, that's kind of scaring me, but those are two different extremes, but I would love to get remote starts. And then you get into, do you want it to have, you know, cellular connectivity? Do you want to be able to do it from your phone? Do, do I, is there a kit where they like know that I own two cars and I can do them both from the same app? Like, I don't, I don't know anything about this. So I'm just starting to research and think about that. But when we bought the new car, we were like, we're getting remote start. That's in the budget for the cost of the new car. So it's going to happen. But, um, I don't know anything about it yet. So I gotta, I'm going to write that down. Remote starters. That's the, that's going to be a, a, but in your case, Kyle, is there, that's a great idea. Cause I know nothing about cars either. I want that. We need an expert here in that area. Is there a, a Kyle, is there a great way if somebody had some expertise on this to contact you? That's not weird and creepy, but that you could give out that do you have a way of doing that or the, should we have them go through the Facebook group or what works better? The, fa the Facebook group. Yeah. I'm in the Facebook group. Um, and I'll, I'm on Twitter at Kyle JWX. Okay. And Those I would be the think two best our options. Facebook group address. I haven't said this in a long time. Oh, Discord, right. The average guy TV slash Facebook. <laughs> That's easy to remember. Yeah. Head out there, join the group. I'll let you in. And, and uh, we, we still are kind of active on that group. Sort of it, sort of kind of sort of. So head out there if you want to do it. Kyle's not on Discord, so don't don't take it to the Discord group. <laughs> okay, he's, yeah. Sorry, he's I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm a lurker there. I don't I don't check it oh, very much, okay. but yeah. Okay, well we'll try and get uh, we'll try and get some info for you. Kyle. That's actually a great segment. I had to do more on the show. Is have the guests ask for what do I need help with, yeah. and then get some of those things started because I'm sure there's some expertise out there in car stars. Kyle, thanks for taking the hour. I appreciate you and your what what you mean to the community and just the longevity. You've been around for a super long time. I think you were like seven when you started hanging out with us. Here, you were just a kid. I'm pretty sure you were a teenager. When I still I still consider Mike the new guy. So, <laughs> oh, so you are. You're, uh, He's been hanging around for a while. He won a Drobo at a, at an old yep. school meetup a long time ago. I left, to, I left to drive in it by mistake. <laughs> I sent him home. Here. I should be like, well, Kyle's the co-host and I'm the guest at this point. No, it's all good. Kyle, thanks for jumping in. You're a busy guy and I appreciate it. Thanks for jumping in tonight. Yep. I think I'm going to bounce out while you guys yeah. close up. So. Yeah, no no worries. Thanks for doing that. Appreciate yep. it. Have a good evening. Kyle. Thanks, thanks, guys. We'll you bet. Thank thanks, you. thanks for jumping in. Hey, a couple things. So we jumped, we threw Kyle in uh, right at the start so I could cover some community stuff. I'll cover those now uh, here just a couple reminders, Mike. Uh, this is the last time I'm going to mention this for a while, but HelloFresh, right? It's Hello not the last time. Don't it is. It is actually. <laughs> uh, Kyle mentioned StreamYard. In, in October, um, we're going to cover StreamYard. And so you can go to theaverageguy.tv slash StreamYard if you, you're interested in doing what we're doing here. I'm going to kick Kyle out. So he's – there he goes. There you go. So um, uh, so if you're interested – oh, I can't be on the left. There we go. Um, if you're – if, see, if you're interested in doing stuff like this, maybe you want to do a uh, a podcast or maybe you want to record meetings because StreamYard's great for some of this stuff. So that's the October. They're, they're the October sponsors. So you can go to theaverageguy.tv slash StreamYard. But if you haven't tried HelloFresh, last week I'm going to mention it for a while, theaverageguy.tv slash HelloFresh. We've been crushing it. Uh, we've been doing two people meals while the kids are gone. Kids come back. We switch them over to four people meals. They're just nice to have around. They're always in the fridge. You never have to think about what you want to buy. Get $40 off your first week. Just try it for a week. Let me know how it goes. TheAverageGuy.tv slash HelloFresh. We met with the Patreon folks tonight, and that was awesome. So thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. who came, Not all of them, but we had nine of them out there. By the way, if you're a Patreon subscriber and you couldn't make it, it's okay. You didn't miss the last one. We're going to try and do these monthly or every month or so. And so kind of watch if you're um, if you're not on our um, email list. So go to theaverageguy.tv slash subscribe, and there's a way to sign up. I'm going to be set. 
I've never had a real, I've never had a real reason to send out emails on that subscription thing without it feeling like spam, but we have so many things planned that are coming up that you could participate in. Now is the time to subscribe. So head out to the average guy.tv slash subscribe, just fill in your email. I won't spam you. I will send you weekly or every other week, whatever, just kind of keep you up to date on what's going on with the barbecue meetup, which is public by the way. And anybody can come Mike. I am super excited. Like, I have power set up outside. I got a new desk for outside. I'm, uh, I, I found my tripod. I got the you camera. prepped for this. Dude, I am. Uh, we're going to live stream smokers like there is no tomorrow. And so I'm pre- you're going you're gonna to be able to live stream yours? You, 100%. You, you, okay. Yeah, him. Yeah, we'll have some others in there, as I hope. We need you, by the way. If you're listening to this and you're like, I could stream my smoker. Like a sentence said by no one ever, right? But we're going to do it. It's going to be super fun. We're going to set like new records on the internet. Let me know, Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv, if you can stream your smoker or your grill, whatever. We don't care. Right, Mike? Yeah, my, my plan is to uh, smoker in the background. In the foreground is going to be my iPad with the meter, M-E-A-T-E-R, set up with the app so you guys can see the temperature as it goes up oh. with the meat ambient temperature things like that i will forewarn you the ambient temperature sensor on my meter is messed up so that's out the door but at least you guys will be able to see that the, the, the smoker in the background plus the meat temperature as it goes you guys will be able to witness a stall of meat right as our smoke smoke butt hits 160 it sits there for like an hour or two you guys will be able to witness that so that that's my plan at least yeah, is to do good. a video a live webcam of the iPad plus the smoker. If and we the can make that work. Smokers are going to be on the average guy.tv slash live all day. Yeah. So yep. that will be the live stream. There'll be chat going on. There'll be all kinds of things. I may have to reset that feed once or twice. I think YouTube limits me to maybe eight hours. So I have to kind of, we'll have to get that, that thing figured out. But um, join us for the meetup. The, the sections in the morning, in the afternoon, and the evening, those are central time concepts. Um, they're going to be open to the public. You don't need to do anything, doesn't cost you anything. We're just going to jump in and rub our meat, just to be really honest. Got to rub that. that meat all day. <laughs> yeah. So this will be an I If you ever up. want to see Jim or Mike rub their meat, this is your chance. M-E-A-T, the meet up is what we're going to be doing. So we want to we want to have you. October 24th, I do have the Eventbrite set up. It's, it's right now it's in private mode because I don't want a bunch of yahoos uh, finding it. So go out, I think right now, theaverageguy.eventbrite.com. I'll put it in the show notes as well. And that'll take you over there and you can see the meetup. You have to listen to the podcast to be able to go to the meetup. So get signed up. Let me know you're coming. Um, We are going to have a good time uh, for doing that. I think that covers everything, Mike. I think it does. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pumped. Fun to hang out with the Patreon folks. I loved it. That was a a blast. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, we could have spent more time uh, together doing that. But they gave me some great ideas and that's exactly what I was looking for. So kind of gave me a, a burst of, uh, of energy, Ron, no, no worries. We'll do that meetup again. And so if you want to join us, um, that way, super great. Um, lots of, uh, by the way, just lots of cool tech coming down here around Christmas time. So, um, I am, I just, Mike, I'm kind of pumped about what's, what's ahead and some of the technology that's out there and some of the things we have to talk about. We've got some guests, Uh, Coming up over the next several weeks, Chris Nessie is coming back. Chris talked a little bit about he's an educator. There's a little bit of a theme going on here when we think about education kind of post-COVID. And so we're going to talk. Chris is coming back on to talk about what his school is doing. I have Nathaniel lined up to come back in to talk about what he's doing. I'm super interested in his hardware refresh or what they did this year. Um, he's, He's kind of in the firefight of the infrastructure and how they do it. So I'm kind of, uh, so Nathaniel, I'm putting you on a little bit of warning uh, that um, that's what we're going to talk about. So I hope you're ready uh, to get that done. He's always a great guest. Uh, Aaron Lawrence is coming back on the 5th of November. So she's got a ton of reviews. If you have, she, if you haven't been following Aaron on YouTube, you should be doing that. She's got a ton of reviews. And then of course we're playing towards, Oh, by the way, I did get Bitdefender interviewed. So we interviewed him Tuesday morning. Uh, Christian came on. Oh, nice. Yeah, we have an hour-long interview talking about the box and the VPN and some cybersecurity stuff. That will go live the October uh, the October 15th week that I am out. So no home gadget geeks on the 15th live if you're if you're coming out. We will be I will be out of town doing other things, but I will put those in the feed for that Thursday and on the live channel. I'll do a bunch of stuff so you can see it. 
really fun interview with Christian and, uh, and a great opportunity to go both on Home Gadget Geeks and Cyber Frontiers. It fits both shows. So that'll be coming as well. Then, Mike, we're going to party like it's 1999, December 3rd. We haven't, we haven't spent a lot of time talking about this yet, but we will as we're coming up. 10-year anniversary show. And uh, Christian's coming back. I'm trying to get Zadler back. We're trying to get Andrew back. Of course, you will be here. And so great opportunity to uh, kind of maybe relive a few moments, but have some great get, catch up with folks, see what's going on, talk about some tech. I, I really want you, if you're, if you're, if you don't come out and join us live, look at Joe and Ron and Brian and, and um, Ken and John and Paul, you guys who join, who join us live typically, right? I know I didn't get everybody, but that's close enough. I appreciate you guys coming out live. That live show on December 3rd, I'd love to have just as many people in the chat room as we can. So get that on your calendar right now, December 3rd, 2020, <laughs> even though Mike lost his camera. And join us live. Join us. I'd love to have 100 of you out there live for the live show. It just, it means a lot to me. 10 years, Mike, 10 years of home gadget geek. That's a, that's a lot of time doing one thing. I told Jim, five years. I've been with him five years. It's been the longest I've done anything. So 10 years. Yeah. Can't imagine. 470-some shows. I'm not exactly I'm sure. Tilted in video because I went and grabbed my camera to reset it. Now, I'm, now yeah, this is supposed to be a... Uh, There's an Xbox up there. Oh, oh, all my liquor is up there. I probably shouldn't probably shouldn't, probably shouldn't show that. Oh, yikes. So we are... No, it's okay. It's just empty bottles. It's it's. I keep ocean. Jefferson's ocean. I keep the bottles. It's just one of the things I do. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at TheAverageGuy.tv live, right on your calendar right now, December 3rd, 2020. Get that. You're going to want to join us live, 8 p.m. Central. Listen, I'm not, I don't really care about time zones. Just a bit, 10 years. You can stay up late or wake up early or whatever, right? Set that time aside. Make sure you're streaming us. Make sure you've got the app downloaded. It's still available out there if you want to get it. Make sure you can join us live December 3rd. But we are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central 9 Eastern out here at theaverageguy.tv slash live. For everybody who came out live tonight, thanks for doing that. For the Patreon subscribers for the meetup, make sure you get signed up for the October 24th meetup. With that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.